Hi, Rachel here from the NOIC Godcast, where we offer wacky wisdom weekly from God's Word. Today, we're taking a look at audaciously asking God for the impossible. We may ask Him for the hardest thing we can think of, and yet He desires to go far above that. So I was really challenged by Josh's podcast a few weeks ago and how he was talking about the definition of an audacious prayer life. It made me examine my life. A what? An audacious prayer life? That's not what she said. I was thinking that too, but I didn't Audacious. Audacious, audacious. You British snob (laughs) you. An audacious prayer life. (laughs) I cannot continue that. (laughs) Sorry. It made me examine my life and the things that I've asked for and thought, have I really ever came to God audaciously, boldly asking him for things, even one time, let alone that describing my Mm, daily prayer life. Um, It brought my mind to Darlene Dibler. I was going to do it, and I'm like, I already wrote on her. And I just kept coming back to her, so that is where we're at again. I think I shared the story when I wrote about her the last time, but we're going to be in a little more depth today. Um, So she she was a missionary, and she was caught in a Japanese labor camp um, during the war and she was beaten and barely fed. She saw another inmate who was secretly giving a bunch of bananas when a guard wasn't looking. And after Darlene saw the bananas, it was all she could think about. She wanted a banana so badly. She prayed, Lord, I'm not asking for a whole bunch like that woman has. I just want one banana, just one banana. Hmm. She was only given a cup of rice a day and it had worms in it. And she started thinking of how impossible it would be for her to get even that one banana. To Darlene, asking of that single banana was asking a lot. And she rationalized with God that he couldn't even get her that one banana in prison. Uh, From her book, Evidence Not Seen, she says, There was no more chance of the moon falling out of the sky than of one of them bringing me a banana. I bowed my head again and prayed, Lord, there's no one here who could get a banana to me. There's no way you can do it. Please don't think I'm not thankful for the rice porridge. It's just, well, those bananas looked so delicious. <laughs> uh, whenever the prison guards would come in, she had this like specific bow she had to give them. Um, and she heard them walking towards her cell. And again, she'd been in there for a long time. She was weak and sick. She had to gather up all her strength that she could to be able to bow to them properly. When the door opened, it wasn't a guard that was standing before her, but a camp director from where she was taken to prison. And she had actually led him to the Lord right before she was taken. Um, But he wasn't the nicest of guys while she was Mm -hmm. in camp. And he asked her a few questions and realized how sick she was. He left. She realized after he left that she had forgot to bow properly. And she was afraid that they'd come back and beat her for forgetting. When she heard footsteps coming back, she knew what was coming for her. The door opened, and he laid at her feet bananas. (laughs) Not just one, but 92 bananas. I think we often feel like we're asking audaciously, and we ask as big as our little minds can possibly come up with, yet God is capable of so much more. We ask God for one little banana, and we don't see how we could possibly even do that. I try to think of my most audacious prayer, and I, I've prayed my fair share of impossible prayers, and he's answered almost all of them, but I believe I could have and should have asked so much bigger. <clears throat> yeah. By no means do we limit God, but I think we put our human limits to what we ask him. 
our minds can't comprehend God, we think of the most impossible thing and think God has to be thinking, is, is, that, is that it? Is that all you want? Uh, Ephesians 3.20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. That's such a part. That was literally the verse I was thinking in my head, and I was like, "I would just wait to see if that." <laughs> but like applying Darlene Darbler here, like so she's thinking uh, and praying one banana, right. and like God's able to do exceedingly abundantly more right. bananas than right. one banana, and so that's literally what the verse is saying. But but she lived that as a reality. And how many of us like we love this verse? And this is how it usually goes. Like we're we're in church. We're like, oh, we have a need. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above or beyond anything we ask or ever pray. And so we pray, and then we totally forget about it. Mm-hmm. Never anything happens, and we never bring it up again. Right. And yet, God is able to do to actually do to bring to reality exceedingly abundantly beyond what we ask or pray. But just like Darlene, it takes a commitment and a remembrance mm-hmm. and that that audacious boldness. And our request, right? It's well, not was, just she was yearning for it, right? Like, exactly. She wanted it so and I think bad. for a lot of us, like we want something in, in the moment, but right. then we pray it, forget it, and leave it. Instead, God's looking for people who are willing to be bold and, and, and audacious and come to Him. Um, we, I think, the first uh, the first episode we talked about, um, you have not because you ask not, right? It, someone who's willing to knock and keep knocking persistently in prayer to the Lord. Um, that's how you get 92 bananas. That's how you get abundant bananas. <laughs> so I have a, a very bold statement that I'm going to make here. I have proved that everyone in this room has said a prayer like this before. Mm-hmm. Not just in this room, but everybody who's listening to has prayed uh, a prayer where they asked God for something and he provided even more, mm-hmm. right? So this is a very bold statement, right? Because I'm going across the board. But I was thinking about my salvation as you were talking about this, right? And at the time when I got saved, and and everybody has a similar or, or testimony where they either want to be saved from hell, mm-hmm. they want to be forgiven of their sins, right? They have this one thing that that kind of pricked their heart, where they are asking God for salvation, mm-hmm. and what He has done in your life, if you have faithfully followed Him, has been so much more mm-hmm. than what you originally asked for. If you're, let's just take prayer, uh, saved from hell, for example, right? Mm-hmm. The preacher preached a message about hell and how bad hell was, and you say, "I don't want to go there," mm-hmm. right? So I know that the only way to get to heaven is through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go and I'm going to pray for forgiveness for my sins so that I don't have to go to hell. And so you can when you earnestly pray that prayer, right? Lord, I don't want to go to hell. It's a terrible place. And so you say that prayer, and then God doesn't only just save you from there, but he gives you this abundant Christian life. And the reason why that happens is because you grow in your relationship of knowing who he is. Mm -hmm. And as you walk in your Christian life, whether you've been saved for a short amount of time or whether you've been saved for, you know, the majority of your life, the only reason you've been able to pray more boldly is because you know who you're praying to. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think that's so beautiful yeah. that we can, that God has proven to us, hey, I, not only am I going to save you from hell or not only am I going to save you from your sins, but look at how much. Imagine though how different a Christian would be if you started with that like recognition of like, I'm, I'm only asking for salvation yeah. to get out of hell free card, but he's yeah. going to give me Christ himself. Like he gives us abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask for. But what if like that first prayer in salvation started with that concept of audacity, getting so much more, and we continued with that all through our Christian walk? Like what if every day and every prayer were consumed by God can do exceedingly abundantly beyond? And it's not, again, we've been talking all month. It's not about selfishness, not about being greedy. It's about believing God at his word and being willing to take him up in request at his word. 
I think that we, well, I know why we do it, but because we can only perceive things through our perception ability, if that makes sense. Okay, so we obviously cannot perceive God's uh, greatness, you know, his, his graciousness towards us. Okay, so when we, t- when we ask for things, we tend to almost humanize what we're saying. Okay, so for example, if you have $10, okay, and I need $8, okay, I'm going to say, well, Josh has 10 I need 8 They're leaving with 2 I'll ask Josh for 2 I'll ask Rachel for 2 I'll ask Miguel for 2 I'll ask CJ for 2 You know what I mean? Like, I'll, you know what I mean? Even though. He got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm still thinking bananas. <laughs> but even though, like, Josh has enough for me, but I'm thinking, like, nope, Josh is not going to want to part with, you know what I mean? With, with, with that money. So we kind of think like God, like we know he is limitless. I mean, but yet when we pray, like she's asking for one banana mm-hmm. and God literally owns every banana in existence <laughs> that ever was and will be. Yeah. You, you know, like he has all those Would bananas. Would you say he has bountiful bananas? I will say he has no, he bountiful. <laughs> I'll say, don't say that, Kevin. Don't fall into your <laughs> but, but she's only asking for one yeah. of an infinite amount of something yeah. because we think like you know she has her rice with the maggots in it you know what i mean she's like well this is sustaining me thank you lord which we should be you know like we should be content okay but she's like if i could just have one of an infinite amount of bananas like like imagine how crazy that sounds yeah. if you know, you had a room full of marbles, and someone's like, "Can I have just one, please?" And you're like, "One, take a handful." You know what I mean? So that's just like because we perceive things yeah. on our level. Like yeah. it's it's hard to, you know what I mean? Be forward thinking like that. I think. I think it's also as you know when you have a your son or your daughter that comes to you and they ask you for something and they automatically perceive that you're going to say no. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they come and they ask you and they're kind of like timid and stuff. That's kind of the way that we come to God. But it's through knowing God that we're able to ask boldly, right? Like this is to your glory, God, whether it's the bananas, you know, or, or whatever we ask for. But sometimes I'm like, Lord, just, I'm speaking in the ministry. I don't mean to over-spiritualize this, right? But send one person my way. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, Lord, just send the whole yeah. bus. Yeah, I'm going to say. Break down a bus. Line them up. <laughs> like, when we talk about, you know, like a lot of activities we do, you know what I mean? And then we'll be praying and someone says, Lord, if we just save one soul tonight, yeah. you know what I mean? It'll be worth I'm like, no, like, why don't we ask to save every single soul? That, like, God can do that. Yeah. So why are we, like, yeah. you know, why, yeah. why are we settling? I was thinking when Miguel brought up about the parenting thing, I was thinking uh, how often we come to God and we pray small because we assume strings will be attached. Mm. Like I'm only asked for one banana because if I ask for 92 bananas, he's going to want 10% of those bananas. I have to cut one in half, like, and, or he's going to, then I'm going to have to give them to all my cellmates. Like they don't deserve the banana. Like there's going to be some kind of lesson or string attached with God. That's not our God. Like, Yes, he tests us whether we have the bananas or not. Like, let's just be honest about that. But ultimately, when we pray, we need to pray realizing he is a good, good father. I was thinking of the verse in Hebrews that says that um, we can boldly say 
he is my helper. It's one of my favorite verses. The Bible says that we can boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I shall not fear what man shall do to me. How often do we recognize God's on our side? Like just like Darlene here, uh, she was in a physical need. Like this wasn't just like, Lord, give me a million dollars. She had a physical need. She's eating worm infested rice. She's frail. God was her helper though. God saw her in her time of need. And that's why he blessed her request was because um, he was her helper. And so she had the boldness to ask for that. And so in our own lives, like how often are we recognizing because the Lord is my helper, because he is my good, good father, because he cares personally about me, I can boldly ask him to uphold that end of the deal. Like be who he says he will be, my helper, my father. Um, that's really the baseline of our our theme this month is is asking boldly and audaciously. But again, kind of as Miguel said, that comes down to who he is, mm-hmm. that we can do that. Yep. He wants to do far more than we could ever think to ask him. We just need to come to him audaciously having faith that he will do it. I'm going to quote your other old Yeah, I was actually, I was really struggling to find a quote and I don't yeah. remember what I typed in and, and Corey popped. I'm like, oh, Corey, you saved the yeah, day. It's a very dangerous month for quotes for uh, yeah. asking. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. We'll just leave it yeah. So Corey, 10 boom, says the wonderful thing about praying is that you leave a world of not being able to do something and enter God's realm of where everything is possible. He specializes in the impossible. Nothing is too great for his almighty power. Nothing is too small for his love. Mm. I thought that was a good one. That's a very good one. Uh, and I went with Firm Foundation by mm. Cody. Another good one. Karns. Karns. Okay. Karns. I feel like I'm it's saying almost a funny. camp theme song until yep. it wasn't. We learned it too. Like we, we did. actually and then practiced we said it and nope. everything. Yep. Ah. Uh, last week's trivia was D. Was I D. I know it was D. I'm just. I only remember because we the cheated. The fourth watch. Yeah. The fourth yeah. watch, yeah. 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 Which was D. D. That's all you need to know. Well, that was kind of weird because like she put him. Like, there's four choices, and then she put them in, like, chronological order. So it had to be D. You know what I mean? Like, it's the fourth watch. That <laughs> would the fourth be the option. Time. <laughs> the fourth you know what I mean? Like, she should have, like, maybe oh, I I mixed them up. Like, I don't know. For this, I would... That's I interesting. Babanas. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. You spelled worms with an A. So. I know. Worms. I know. She had worms rice. And well, that's not this, a bad thing. I did this on my laptop, so I don't have an excuse. <laughs> Excuse uh, me. So, how many different varieties of ban- bananas? <laughs> bananas <laughs> are there? She's a minion, right? Babana. Babana. That's not how they say it. No, they say it's, banana. <laughs> they yeah, actually say yeah. it. But. Uh, A50, B250, C500, or D over 1,000. Wow. Oh, I would have guessed two. Oh, <laughs> like, there's the yellow ones and the green ones, <laughs> yes. and you don't want them until they're yellow. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that settles that argument. Why <laughs> um, the brown ones, too? That's yeah, true. There's three types of bananas. Yeah. The little ones. Yeah. yeah then there's those. plantains. We're up to five. Yeah. <laughs> That's still very short. <laughs> Uh, all right. So we want to say happy birthday to Journey Endicott, Ezekiel Hatfield, Cameron Smithberger, Seth Baldwin, Karen Baldwin, Kendra Hall, Tom Hines, Roma Oakley, and Barb Rose. Jamie doesn't get She's trying birthday. to be here again. <laughs> How many birthdays it's does she have? Birthday, Every yeah. week of That's October. Not her birthday. It's her birthday month. No mail. No, still okay, no mail. Still nothing. We're going to have to write ourselves. And, uh, yeah. I just put anonymous. Or like <laughs> yeah. Jamie. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Jamie could get all of her anonymous authors to write us mail well, <laughs> on anything street. I love it. No one. <laughs> <laughs> A ghost email. 
All right. So make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share all the things, and uh, eat some bananas. Eat some bananas. Eat some bananas. And uh, not ninety-two. This uh, yeah, episode brought to you by Chiquita. That's all I have. All right. Well, until <laughs> next time. <laughs> Bye. I got Bye, CJ guys. to smile. I'm nothing else, and that makes it all worth the stupidity. Ready? I already did the intro, so I'm going to jump You got to say the title. Did you say the title? Bold as bananas. Did you read it already? No. No? Oh. Bold as bananas. Bold as bananas. That be the greatest title we've had this year. I was so happy with myself. Yeah. <laughs> the podcast might suck. Not a girl. That'll get the clicks. <laughs> it's all about the title. <laughs>